Welcome. We are talking about Juneteenth, Emancipation Day, Freedom Day. This is Mind Coffee with M6. And we are excited to filter today's issues through common sense and intellect. Today's special guest is Dee. Welcome. Hi. How are you feeling today, Missy? I'm good today. Today's a it's a good day. It was a rough morning, but I'm feeling pretty good this afternoon. Okay. Well, you know, we're on different time zones, so I definitely have to give you the benefit because your time zone is behind mine. So I'm like awake and up and moving, and you're kind of like, what's happening? <laughs> this is true. So Juneteenth. Okay, so there's so much to say about Juneteenth. I know right now with all of the protests, the racial tensions, just all of the heightened awareness right now going on in the world, Juneteenth coming up at this time, it has a special significance, I think, in a new or renewed interest in a lot of people's minds and even exposure to people who maybe aren't even that familiar with it. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree that um, it definitely has been on the forefront of many a conversation over the last few weeks, in particular, in a way that I haven't heard it before. So... It is kind of cool to see people waking up to kind of this new uh, understanding of Juneteenth and what it means and, you know, what makes sense in context of our history and that kind of stuff. It's very neat. So Juneteenth. Okay, so what is Juneteenth? So we're going to share a little bit about what Juneteenth is. And maybe you're going to learn something because you didn't know what Juneteenth was. And maybe you can add something. So please feel free. I know with the podcast, you can't add comments, but certainly on Instagram, you can add comments, um, m6 underscore blog and add comments. And we can certainly tie some of these things into future podcasts. So what do you know about Juneteenth, Dee? So Juneteenth is short for June 19th, which is short for June 19th, 1865, which was the last, we'll say, official proclamation out of Texas granting freedom to all enslaved individuals. June 19th, 1865, Texas was the last state, the last proclamation, I think it was General Order Number 3, bringing freedom to all enslaved people. Yes, and because the Civil War was going on, it definitely is nothing like today, where everything is instantaneous. So if this had happened during the technological revolution we have now, as soon as Abraham Lincoln declared the Emancipation Proclamation on January 1st, 1863, it would have been like January 1st still. It would have just went across the internet. It would have been on everybody's social media platform. It would have been on every news report everywhere. And everybody instantly would have known that the slaves are freed. But because we didn't have any of this kind of communication and it was a civil war was going on, there was so much. By the time it finally got to Juneteenth, how long had passed? It's almost, uh, I guess it was two and a half full years. And the other, the other piece of that, too, as you mentioned, civil war. There was, I guess, a legal technicality that even though Lincoln had signed uh, the Emancipation Proclamation in January of 63, you know, there's an argument that it didn't apply to the Confederacy anyway because we were in the middle of war and they yeah. we were not the United States of America, right? So there was a certain level of they did not feel that the proclamations coming out of the president were for, for them anyway. Right. So get lost. We're not doing that. And certainly we're not Correct. giving up all of our livelihood. We're not doing that. 
Correct. Yeah. And certainly the other piece of that is that it, it was, in fact, for the Confederacy. Obviously, that's that's where the slaves need to be freed from. But they definitely, being in a civil war, were like, the whole point was we're rebelling against you. We're not doing what you say. That's the whole point. So as the Union started taking over more and more territory, then the proclamation started, you know, it was being told and it was being enforced more as the Union troops moved down through the South and, like you said, ended up in Texas. So Texas actually has a very strong history because of that, and Juneteenth is a big deal in Texas. So people in Texas are probably looking at the rest of the world like, duh, we've been doing this since 1980. What are you talking about? (laughs) Exactly. Yep, they made it a national holiday in, in the 80s. Absolutely probably about a dozen states who followed along over the, you know, couple years within that time frame from the 80s. But then it kind of went away a little bit. And what's going on now, I think even in the last, I don't know, couple weeks, three weeks, maybe, some states have taken on some kind of Juneteenth, either the governor or the mayors of different cities have said, hey, Juneteenth, we're recognizing that day, even recently. Yes. I I agree. There has definitely been much more uh, emphasis on recognizing it as a state holiday or a local municipality holiday, kind of at various points around the United States. Yes, which is actually kind of cool. So I definitely did not know about Juneteenth as a young person. Being raised in the North, I didn't really hear about the day. I didn't know what it was. It wasn't familiar to me. I don't think I started hearing about Juneteenth until probably college, to be honest. I think if I remember right, the HBCUs were talking about Juneteenth. And I was in college. I was at um, the University of Massachusetts. And I was hearing about some of them in the HBCUs celebrating Juneteenth. I'm thinking, Juneteenth? What is that? So that was probably my first exposure. What about you? You know... I actually had an early experience with Juneteenth, but didn't really know it. We have a cousin who would take me to Juneteenth festivals, but I didn't understand what it was. Oh, that's so cool. So (laughs) I was exposed to it in my teens, and I knew it was Juneteenth, but I didn't know what that meant. It was just No one had ever explained to me what Juneteenth was. So it was just a cool celebration, and it was like this fun time. That was it. That's right. I knew it was every June, and I knew it was for the black community. Interesting. I did not realize that it was a time of reflection and celebration of this historical event until college. Wow. Well, Juneteenth is definitely a thing, and I'll tell you what, it's become even more of a thing, and I'm certain that it will continue to be a big thing. Like, I I don't see it going small again. I, I think it's over now. Like now that we know in the in the country knows, not just little hamlets, you know, the country, it's on the world stage, Juneteenth. This is when the last slaves were joyfully celebrating their hard fought freedom, you know? And so I don't think it's ever gonna be obsolete, you know, this obsolete little obscure thing anymore. I don't think so. I think you're I think you're right. Um I know I- you kind of mentioned local officials are kind of talking about making Juneteenth a state holiday, right, or a paid holiday, or lots of businesses are kind of coming out with making Juneteenth a floating holiday or something, you know, some some level of recognition yes. of this day. And I and I think you're right. I think we are definitely in a place where 
by this time next year, no one will be surprised yes. if someone's like, oh, I'm taking Juneteenth off. Yes. Right? Like, it's totally a thing. Now. Oh, definitely. And, you know, I'm yeah. really encouraged by that. I'm encouraged by just so many people listening and hearing and learning and growing. I know that the country has a lot of work to do in a lot of different ways. I just don't want to ignore something so inspiring, like people recognizing how important this really is. I think that's great. So I'm going to throw a, not a twist here, but I'm going to admit that I'm kind of surprised to hear you say that. Really? Well, okay. Well, talk, girl. Why? I don't know. Because you thought I'd be like, oh, Juneteenth. (laughs) I did, because I thought you were going to totally poo-poo Juneteenth. Oh, no. I'm so excited that I'm able to surprise my sister. When something as significant and cruel and heartless and inhumane as slavery is overcome with good, that's like evil overcome with good. Who doesn't want to celebrate that? And not only that, but this day and age, we've got people of all races and cultures celebrating different pieces of their culture. Whatever those different pieces are, which, you know, may like there may be someone who's from India and they celebrate something very significant in their culture that for me may not even make me blink because like I don't know what that is. And it doesn't mean I think it's bad. I, I just don't have that exposure. Well, Juneteenth, it's the black people being free, but it, it's part of America. Like the white people were part of that. You know what I'm saying? Like this is something huge that we can all say that was wrong. We need to fix it. We fixed it. And we need to celebrate that, that we were able to do that. And we agree that that is bad. I think that's amazing. Okay. That makes sense. (laughs) Yay. Juneteenth. (laughs) Yay, Juneteenth. Did you you get the opportunity to do anything for this Juneteenth that just passed recently? I didn't do, it was raining really a lot. So there weren't outside things. And with COVID, I mean, there really was a combination of things, but I definitely felt like I observed it in a different way this year. And partly because of all the awareness of it. And another part, because I think through the last month or so, we've all had a chance to reflect a little more deeply on our racial progress in this country and our racial potholes. So I just think it was a little more poignant this year. So I, I've not been a big Juneteenth celebrator in terms of literally going and doing something. I don't do that for many days anyway. So it's not because I think Juneteenth is less, but I definitely think it's something that I'll get a chance to go to a whole lot more celebrations of and hear a lot more awareness of the history of how this all came to be. Yeah, that sounds really good. I had been hopeful to get out. There were quite a number of really cool Juneteenth activities that were happening out here my way, out west. And unfortunately, I did not get to go to them. But I I was able to listen in on a really incredible panel. It was about two hours long with some influential African-American leaders through my company. Nice. And it was really cool. It was a little bit of history and a little bit of, you know, sharing personal experience about Juneteenth and their experience, what it meant, what it means to them, what it means now 
the celebratory nature of it, but also the appreciation of what came post-Juneteenth and how it was this very dual kind of moment where you are freed of bondage but really have nothing. Yeah, the beginning of a whole nother... It was the end of one phase, but still very much the beginning of another one. It wasn't just this quick, easy fix, for sure. For sure. And and this sense of, I think, something that was very kind of poignant for me that I had not appreciated. And it actually kind of, um, this is almost a, a completely different corollary, but in listening to a podcast about the Israelites mm. and when they were freed. Yeah right, from Pharaoh, there is this moment, this instantaneous moment where you are released of your bondage, which is incredible, but you, you have nothing. Yeah. You have nothing. And you've, and you've been stripped of anything you did have. So not only do you have nothing physical, but you, you don't have family in many instances, right? Or you, or you only have partial family. You're old. You're young. Right. You're you're not recognized as a person who can just now turn around and get a job like that's not a real thing. So you suddenly become homeless and jobless. You're uneducated and you don't know what to do, but you're free. Right. And so it's just this really poignant. I don't know. It was really an interesting conversation that happened on Friday and then just kind of, you know, marinating in that reality of of being enslaved your entire life and then just gone, but then not having any idea of what to do. Yeah, what's next? Exactly, because your comfort is gone, even though it was, it, you know, you know that, that saying, the devil that you know, you know what I mean? And it's kind of like, this, right. like there was a certain familiarity, although it was horrible, it was familiar. And now it's like, yeah. yay, but wait, you know, now yay. what? And so amen that we in 2020 can say yay and we can be grateful for the struggles and the fight and the perseverance of our ancestors that we can stand here today and on Juneteenth and have, you know, a barbecue or a prayer or sing songs or learn more about history and just really be grateful. So amen. Amen. All right. Well, that was awesome. So I guess I am going to wrap it up. So thanks for sharing with us. Leave comments and see what comes up next week. All right, Dee, I'm out. Bye. See ya.